Hey everyone, it's Jacques Hopkins and welcome back to the online course show. I could not be more excited about this episode because I'm going to share with you some just incredible results from an experiment that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And that is what is better in terms of the scarcity for selling our online course. I was able to do an experiment with my online course, Piano in 21 Days, testing the scarcity being availability, meaning inside the funnel, are we telling people that the availability of the course is what's going away? Hey, this is the last call. This is the last time you're going to be able to enroll in this course versus a discount. Hey, this discount on the course is going away. You'll still be able to buy at full price, but the discount is going away. Since I implemented my funnel back in like 2016, my scarcity has been the availability, but there are some problems with that. And I really wanted to test out the scarcity being a discount and having my course available at all times. So the results are in, and I'm going to share the results with you in this episode and give you all the details about how I set up my experiment, like why I'm doing this and what it means for both me and you going forward. So if you're new here, thanks for joining me here. This is called the online course show. I've been doing this podcast since 2017 and we talk about, you guessed it, online courses. I started my online course, Piano in 21 Days, back in 2013, and I just love, love, love geeking out about the online business side of things, online courses, and most of the episodes we've done have been me having a conversation with another successful course creators and just kind of geek out on courses together. This is a solo episode. It's just me and you. I'm talking into this microphone right now, and I'm so glad that you're here and joining me for this. Okay, so some setup. I have this concept, this framework called the online course business formula. And in general, I think there are four uh, main components to a successful online course business. You need to have traffic, you need to have a funnel, you need to have a course, and you need to have student success and testimonials. And what I always tell people is you really need to have all four components be successful to have a successful online course business. And when any one kind of breaks down or doesn't exist, you probably don't have a successful online course business. Up until 2016, I didn't even know what a funnel was. And once I learned about funnels, I mimicked my funnel off of a successful online course creator and having a really good evergreen funnel into my thrown into my business. I mean, I, ha I had the traffic, I had a course, I had student success and testimonials, but I didn't have a funnel at all. Throwing that funnel in there, a good funnel, immediately 10 next my business overnight. I was making about $1,000 a month, struggling to make it work. I had quit my job, really needed to make it work. And that's what brought it to that five figures per month uh, mark. And we've never, you know, never been back below five figures uh, in a month ever since implementing a funnel. Now, if you're at this point, you don't even know what a funnel is. I, I've been there. I get that. In my opinion, like this, the most simple terms I could put a funnel, my definition of a funnel is it is a combination of web pages, videos, and emails that helps build a relationship and rapport with your potential customer and leads them to a sale in a non-salesy way. So it leads them to a sale in a non-salesy way. And it's a, it's a combination of videos, web pages, and emails. So when you're going to design a funnel, we need to make a list of our web pages, our videos, and our emails. We need to build those and put them all together. 
And that's how we um, put together a funnel. And that's what a funnel is. And it's really, really effective. But there's all kinds of ways to do funnels. There's all kinds of philosophies behind them. But one important characteristic of a funnel is what is the scarcity? Theoretically, something is going to go away at the end of the funnel, especially we're talking about evergreen funnels here, which is just like somebody can kind of opt into your funnel every day in this the same sequence for everybody, no matter which day they initially like opted in to your funnel. So ever since 2016, the scarcity built into my funnel has been the availability because that's how I learned how to do a funnel originally. The person that I learned how to do funnels from said to put on your opt-in page, hey, the online course is currently waitlisted. In the meantime, grab, the, grab this free whatever. And that's exactly what I did. And that's exactly what my opt-in page said from 2016 until about five weeks ago at the time that I'm recording this. There's other ways to do scarcity. You could have a bonus that goes away. I've seen that done very effectively, meaning once the funnel ends, they can still sign up for the course, they can still enroll, but they're not gonna get access to a particular bonus, like a bonus course or one-on-one or -on -one sessions with you or something like that. You could also do a discount as the scarcity. Hey, this is the last call to get it at this price. After, after, you know, after tonight, you can still enroll, but it's gonna be at the full price. So those are really the kind of the three main approaches to scarcity that I see for online course businesses within a funnel would be the availability, a discount, or some kind of bonus going away. And like I said, my funnel, my business, the way it's worked for five, almost six years is it was based on the availability. Now, are there any moral issues with that? Go back and listen to episode 96 of the podcast. I had Jack Bourne, the creator of Deadline Funnel on. Deadline Funnel is, so is software that allows you to do scarcity, not just availability scarcity, but just scarcity in general within a funnel on an evergreen basis. I'm a big fan of Deadline Funnel. It works so, so well. I'm a big fan of Jack Bourne. And he talked us through back in episode 96 how we should think about, you know, kind of the ethics, the morality behind evergreen funnels. And he compared, he, he compared it to like, if you get free, a free trial of software, nobody questions the evergreen nature of that scarcity. Hey, you sign up for a 14 day free trial of, uh, of a piece of software. Everybody knows that goes away 14 days after you first, you know, signed up. And it's based on when you sign up that it goes away. And that's kind of how scarcity in a funnel works is it goes away based on when you sign up. The other thing that really stuck out to me about that conversation was in his opinion, and I agree, as long as you're doing what you say you're going to do and you're not lying to somebody on the other end individually, then you're okay. Meaning if I tell you in an email, hey, John, this is the last call. Tomorrow, if you want it, if you try to enroll, you're not going to be able to. This offer is going away. And then the next day, they click the link and they're not able to actually buy, then that is okay, according to Jack and, and myself. I think that is okay. It's basically running like 365 individual launches per year. It's, it's very personalized and customized based on the date that you opted in. I mean, for example, I had somebody that joined my uh, last boot camp, and when he started, he had a basic funnel, and I think 
he had some sort, I think it was a, a coupon was the scarcity, a discount was the scarcity. But if you tried, if you clicked on the link the next day after he said it was going away, nothing changed, right? So I helped him implement deadline funnel and the way he was doing it, I personally don't think that's okay. I think if you uh, if you say something's going going away, you absolutely need it to go away to be an ethical marketer. So going into this experiment, I wasn't I wasn't going to say that I'm going to switch over to the discount uh, model no matter what the results uh, because I wasn't completely uncomfortable with the way that I was doing things. There are things that I've done in the past that I am uncomfortable with, like evergreen webinars with the faking that it's live and the fake chats and all that. I'm not okay with doing that. No matter the results, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to fake live webinars anymore. But this I'm okay with, but it's not like as squeaky clean as it could be. For example, on November the 14th, I received an email from a guy named Steven. He said, Jacques, I'm sure your course is great, but your sales technique is less than desirable. Being an online instructor myself, I think your sales pitch is doing the whole industry disgrace. I'm not sure how much more your converse, uh, conversion is by having your course with a fake wait list, but this is just too shady, regardless if the course is amazing, and it probably is. I do receive messages like this from time to time. I mean, I'm talking like three or four a year, probably not very much at all, but that was November 14th. And I was like in the middle of this experiment. So the timing was very interesting, but what was even crazier is the very next day, November 15th, I received a very similar message from somebody else named Johannes. And he said, I hate this kind of marketing. The course is for sure for sale. <laughs> And it was just wild that I got two of those messages within uh, two days of each other. And I just, I don't like disappointing people for sure. And I like, I like being more moral. I like being ethical. I like being kind of squeaky clean in my business and having, you know, integrity in my business and all that. And, and like I said, I'm, for the most part, I'm okay with the way I was doing things. But if I could make the scarcity of a discount work better than the scarcity of availability, then I was for it. And here's why. First of all, I'll no longer get those emails. My opt-in page won't say the course is waitlisted. And so I won't get emails from people saying, hey, I know it's actually for sale when it's not. Because by offering, uh, because the having the scarcity be the discount, that means I'm going to have to have a way for people to enroll for my normal website without you being inside the funnel. So you can go and enroll at the full price on the website, or you can enter the funnel and get a discount through the funnel. And then the next reason I think this is a better approach is just like from, from advertising. I'm about to really crank up Facebook ads. And historically, I've done a lot of Google ads. And I know my, my last Google ads contractor really wanted me to she, she really wanted to test traffic going straight to a sales page. I'm like, look, we, we can't do that. That's not the way my funnel works. Well, guess what? Now, now it is um, with this new version of my funnel where the scarcity is the, uh, the the discount. And so we're about to crank up Facebook ads and I could just picture all, all the comments under Facebook ads with confusion about, is it available? Is it not? And I think with, 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 with the, the new version of my funnel where it's based on the, the discount, that there'd be a lot less confusion. Like it, it would be pretty clear that, hey, here's the price. You can go to the website, you can sign up, 
or it's very clear if you enter the funnel, there might be a discount for you somewhere. So those are the reasons that I really wanted the, um, the discount version to work better, but it didn't, it's, it, I don't feel strongly enough about these two options, uh, compared to each other to where I wouldn't just go with whichever one works the best. So that's, that's, that was my goal in this experiment is like, let's figure out which one is going to work the best. I hope it's the discount, but I don't know that. I'm not going to know that until I test it. So this experiment first started over the summer. And the way that I started it was I did a true split test for my relaunches. So not my evergreen funnel, but my relaunches that I do each month to a quarter of my list, I did an exact split test. So my email list, let's just use some round numbers, is about 40,000 people. So each month, I have 10,000 people going through a relaunch and I'm repitching them the course. And so for three months uh, straight, starting in the summer, I did a direct split test where of those 10,000 people, I had 5,000 people go through my normal relaunch where the uh, where the scarcity is the availability. And I had the other 5,000 people go through the scarcity being a discount. And I actually shared the results of those split tests with you back on episode 178. But that was not the evergreen version. Just to refresh your memory, the results from that experiment was I made the exact same quantity of sales uh, but because of the way I'm doing the discount, it actually is a higher price. So that, that was a good result. Uh, the discount actually won with the relaunches because it had a higher price, even though the quantity of sales was the same. But there was certainly no guarantee that those results would be the same for uh, for, for my evergreen funnel. And I actually struggled with a little bit with how, how to take that information and then and then implement it within my, my evergreen funnel. So here's what I did. All right. Here's, here's how, cause I couldn't do a split test. It was really easy to do a split test with a relaunch. Cause I can just literally put 5,000 people down one path and 5,000 down another path with evergreen. Like people go to my website, then they find my opt-in page and it's just not as clean of a way to do a split test. So what I did was instead was I drew a line in the sand uh, around late November and said, okay, this we're, we're changing how we're doing things. And if it doesn't work, we'll change it back, all right? So here's the changes that I made. First of all, I changed the copy on my opt-in page. What my opt-in page said before was this. It said, the online course is currently waitlisted while Jacques is putting together the newest version. But don't fret, grab the first five days of the new course in a free workbook. That has been the exact copy on my opt-in page since 2016. So the first change I made was to that copy and it says, grab the first five days of the new course in a free workbook and we'll also notify you the next time we offer a discount on the few, uh, on the full program and then parentheses, we offer a discount every few months. The next thing I did was I had to create a brand new enroll page that would be available from the main website. So I created this enroll page and made it available in the top menu of my website. You know, I have an about menu item and FAQ and, and various things up there and, and added a, a link up there in the menu called enroll. And it would link to this new sales page. And I really wanted to make sure that I was capturing leads on that page that weren't ready to buy. 
So what I did was, you know, I've got two versions of my course available. I've got the essential package and I've got the ultimate package. Well, you know how those fancy pricing tables where you have the comparisons? Well, I've got two options. So I had two, you know, comparison charts, whatever you want to call them normally on my sales pages. But for this particular sales page where somebody could actually see it without having opted into my email list already, I added a third option on the left and I called it free trial. And when they, when you click that, it's the opt-in for, for the workbook. All right. So I am able to capture leads on that sales page. So I did that. And then the third thing I did was I, I modified, you know, the, the funnel, the, the emails and everything that go out for people that opt into the evergreen funnel, like new people coming into my world to match that second version of the split test where the availability is the discount. So in late November, I flipped the switch like on these three things. And from that moment forward, the way I did scarcity was the discount instead of the availability. And like I said, the plan was just let it run. It wasn't a split test, just let it run. And then eventually collect some data and compare to the old data and, and see which one ultimately works better. And, and so it's been running for about five weeks. I feel like that's, that's a good enough time to, to make some initial conclusions. And I'll be sharing with you which one worked better here shortly. But I think it's it was important for me to give you all of that setup. And th there's other important things that I need to share with you, including some disclaimers. So one big, big disclaimer here. And look, I recognize that my experiment, this is far from perfect. This is just the way that I decided to do things. So my first big disclaimer is that the pricing was not super equivalent between the two approaches, okay? Normally, when you run an experiment, there should only be one thing different between your two, uh, the two things you're trying to compare. And so the big thing I'm testing was scarcity being availability versus scarcity being discount. Well, there's a few things between the two that, that were also different. So I recognize that. And, and one is the pricing. So with the, the discount scarcity, I actually increase the price overall, even though there's a discount there. All right. So the old way I did things was, like I said, two packages, two levels people could sign up for. Essential was $297. Ultimate, $497. Okay. With this discount approach, I basically doubled my prices and then included a, a discount. So on the enroll, the new, new, new sales page, uh, the new enroll page that you could get to from the website, the pricing was $497 and 997 okay essential 497 and ultimate 997 and then inside of the funnel the discount is $100 off essential down to 397 and $200 off of ultimate down to 797 all right so just like a quick comparison pricing inside the funnel went from essential 297 to 397 with the discount there. And then ultimate went from 497 to 797. So you can see, even if I made a sale with the discount, it was still a higher price than I had before. Was this the right way to do it? I don't know. I've been wanting to raise my prices anyway. This seemed like a good opportunity to do it. And then the other big disclaimer I wanted to share with you all is I recognize that there could be some sort of like seasonal fluctuations that could skew the data. So basically what I've done is compiled data from a three month period from early October to early January. And the first um, six or seven weeks is the 
uh, of scarcity being the availability in the last five, five or so weeks is the scarcity being a discount. And so what if for some reason, uh, October, people just don't convert at, at a higher rate in October as they do in, uh, in December, right? I don't think if that were the case, I don't think it would be significant, but that's an assumption that I'm making. Okay. So just, just be aware of that. Right. So the, the data that I'm looking at, I think the most important data that I could look at, um, when, when trying to decide which one works better would be what I'm calling value per opt-in. Okay. Value per opt-in. So what I did was I totaled up how many, uh, email opt-ins I got from, you know, early October until when I made the cutover. And then I also totaled up my conversion value. So, um, just all the, the, that's just revenue, right? Total sales value. When I make a sale at, for the essential, it's $297. When I made a sale for ultimate, it was $497 and just add all of that up over that period and then divide the, the money value divided by the email opt-ins. And that gives me basically the amount of revenue I received per email opt-in. Okay. And then I did the same thing over the past five weeks with the new version of the funnel. And so uh, I feel like we need a drum roll or something, but here we go. I won't tease it any further. For the old way with the scarcity being the availability, my value per opt-in, $10.90. $10.90. So on average, for each email opt-in I get, that equates to $10.90 with the old version of the funnel. Okay. The new version of the funnel, value per opt-in, $15.50. Almost a $5 increase, almost a 50% increase in value per opt-in. I am ecstatic about these results. It shows that the winner is the scarcity being the discount. Remember my disclaimers though, the pricing was not the same, but overall, these overall changes that I made have shown to increase overall revenue when we're comparing them to the email opt-ins. Now, the next disclaimer, the next thing you might be thinking is, okay, well, what if, what if your email opt-in rate is different because your website kind of looks different and you change the copy on the opt-in page. Now you have this enroll page. What if you're getting less opt-ins now or more opt-ins now? Okay, well, if you'd rather look at value per new website visitor, I'm okay with that. I calculated that as well. So for every new website visitor that I received over the time period with the old funnel for that like seven week period that, that, I, that I used, value per visitor was a dollar and 33 cents, $1.33. With the new version of the funnel, scarcity being the discount, the value per visitor was $2.06. So also a significant increase. So there you have it. That, that was my experiment. I'm in no way promising or guaranteeing that it would be the same for you and your niche and your business and your funnel. I'm just sharing with you, hey, here's the experiment. Here's the way I ran the experiment. And now you can take this information and do whatever it is that you want to do with it. But I am, like I said, very, very excited, very pumped about this because unless anything changes, that means I'm going to continue using this new version, this new philosophy going forward where the the scarcity is 
a discount versus the availability. And now I think it really helps with, with really, we're, we're going to be ramping up Facebook ads really, really soon. Uh, I think it helps with online advertising. Uh, I also think it just helps with just having less confusion out there overall. I mean, you know, for example, my dad will call me and, and tell me like he, he was telling somebody about piano in 21 days and, and they're interested in learning piano, uh, but they couldn't figure out how to sign up. Right. And that's because there was no way to sign up from, from the website. And in general, my, uh, my audience is, is not, not super tech savvy. So I think that'll, um, that'll make things a little, a little clearer overall for people. Um, but you know, another piece of data, I just thought of this, you may be wondering too, is like how many people are actually buying straight from the website without opting into the funnel? Because now for the first time, people can actually buy from the website without giving me their email address, without getting into the funnel. I, I, even I expected this number to be higher, but in five weeks, I've literally made one sale one sale from uh, somebody that didn't opt in and they bought for the full 997 price on um, by going to piano21days.com and then clicking on enroll. So uh, if you want to check it out for yourself, feel free. You go to piano21days.com. You can find that new enroll menu item at the top. You can click on try it free and you can see that new copy on the opt-in page. You can even opt in and just see um, I changed all the, the the copy inside of the funnel and all the emails that go out that used to talk about how hey this is the last chance you won't be able to you won't be able to enroll anymore this is going away um, to this discount is going away this two hundred dollars off the ultimate package is going away or uh, you know I used to send out an email that says piano in twenty one days is now open for the next five days um, and I just you know I changed it to to things like. Uh, piano in 21 days is now uh, available with a discount for the next five days. You know, it's very simple tweaks to the structure of the emails and the copy on the the sales pages and what whatnot. Um, but I'm very excited to say that that it worked. And I put uh, I put a poll in the online course community Facebook group that we have for I know a lot of uh, listeners of the podcast are in there. And I just said, hey, here's the here's the experiment I did. Which one do you think worked better? Scarcity is the availability of the course or scarcity is a discount. And overwhelmingly, you guys thought that the scarcity of the availability would, would win. And it didn't. And I'm super pumped about that. Once again, disclaimers, my pricing was a little bit different. There's other factors here. This was not a perfect experiment. But I just wanted to kind of lay it all out, give you all the facts, give you all the information that I have and give you the results. And that's exactly what I like to do on this podcast. There are a lot of people that help with online courses, online course coaches and consultants and whatnot, but a lot of them will share information with you about their uh, like when they're talking about their online course business, it's their online course business about online courses, right? When I share information with you guys, it's about my piano online course, which I, I just, I feel like results would be more skewed with that meta example of an online course about online courses. This is, this is a hobby niche. It's a non-money making opportunity. I know a lot of you are, uh, are in that same boat in, in that you're not teaching um, people how to make money necessarily. Um, although this, you, you could apply this to that information, but, th but th like I said, that's what I like to do here. I like to peel back the curtain on piano in 21 days, share with you all what I'm doing. And you know, you can take that information and do with it what you want. 
So at this point, please do that. Do do with this information what you want. But I would say the most important thing is to test. Just test. Don't take this information that I'm saying and implement things blindly. You test. And that's exactly what I did. And now I'm confident with my results. And I'm sure you can tell I'm, I'm very excited with the result uh, that, that came of this particular experiment. So that's going to do it here. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of the online course show. And look, here's, here's the call to action right now. If you got any value out of this, please share. Please share. I don't, I don't ask you to share this podcast uh, very often, uh, but I think this is an important episode. And I think anybody with an online course would get value out of this episode and out of this experiment. So if you're in a Facebook group that is uh, that has online course creators in it, you know, share this episode or share, or you can just put um, some copy. It doesn't even have to be a link to this episode and, and tell them about the experiment I ran. Or if, or if you know somebody personally that doesn't necessarily listen to the podcast, but has an online course, please share this particular episode with them. I think it could provide a lot of value to a lot of people. So once again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, for being here, for your support, and I will talk to you next time.